I'm Jakub Voigt, the CEO of Catalytic, and this is Unbundled Boost, a series specifically created to boost businesses in South Africa by letting passionate and committed business people share their stories. In uh, this episode, we're chatting about the built environment. We're chatting about town planning and advisory services, how a cloud platform can enhance an age-old industry, and we're talking growthtopia. So I'm uh, very honored to be joined by Estelle Scott, the CEO of Town Crowd. Estelle, welcome. Morning, Yaku. Much appreciation to you and the Gareth Cliff team for this wonderful platform and allowing me to explain our business and what Town Crowd essentially does. So we were established almost seven years ago. We are a female-owned and led company. And like you said, I am Estelle Scott, the CEO, or many would say the main chief, well, the chief troublemaker. Chief troublemaker. Yeah. <laughs> the focus for us has always been on disruptive innovation. Within, like you said, the built environment, municipal compliance space, and town planning. Historically, a industry that has been very male-dominated. So we wanted to shake things up. We thought it was time <laughs> for a bit of a shake-up. So... um to explain it simply is we wanted to simplify council's processes in a manner that makes it easy for landowners to comply with requirements and bylaws that govern a property. So think town planning. So town planning is a very, very big thing in property and in property law, which basically tells you what you can and can't do. And COVID always brought so many smiles to our faces because it seemed that everybody wanted to open a shabine. <laughs> <You know? laughs> we had so many requests for, can I have a liquor license for my residential one property? We're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so basically that's what we do. We try and simplify it and, um, and just steer people in a clear direction as to what they can and can't do with their properties and what applications to council should be thought of in your timeline process when you are doing a development because at the end of the day it is the town planner's job to steer and um, create um, comfort for the architects and the engineers that what they are dreaming up will be considered in a positive light and given the green light for development by council. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna circle back to to that. I, I've got many, many, many questions around that. Um, uh, let's start with why did you start the business? Seven years ago, I well, actually before that, I was working for um, Absa Capital uh, Wealth Private Private. Um, uh, banking and so forth And so many of our clients came and said Well, council's going to bankrupt me And I had so many architectural friends that also said If anything is going to make me quit this industry It's going to be council And having to deal with council And I um, started a family And I thought, well, you know How much truth is there to this? And is there a gap in the market um, For a solution? Especially when teamed with technology Which you, which you um, said so I went and sort of really immersed myself into the thick of it, starting at the bottom, finding out how processes work. So at that what stage you were a rookie. You didn't know anything about how cancel works. Complete rookie. Complete, <laughs> complete. But I seem to do this to myself often. Um, after I got divorced, I started a, uh, opened a florist, and I couldn't really tell a Lysiantha from a rose. But, hey, <laughs> I seem to always be up for the challenge. Well, I always say if entrepreneurs knew uh, what, it, what the journey was going to be like, they probably or what the end result would be, they probably wouldn't start in the first place. So we 
we're always going a bit blind, you know. It's Correct. <laughs> Definitely. So I am. Um, I I came to realize there was a massive gap in the industry for an advi- advisory and facilitation specialist that could work across many different councils. The big hurdle within council is not only are they all spread across the country; it's about 144 councils, or I think 180 councils. Wow. I think now yeah. currently all decentralized and there's a few major metros in those major metros you will be city of Johannesburg, Ekurhuleni, Chwani, city of Cape Town so when you open your statement you will see which um, municipali- municipality you fall under however this is the catch not every municipality works in the same way. And because of the hmm. bylaws being so um, different, they have to apply those in different ways. So if you know how Johannesburg or City of Johannesburg works and what their processes are and what applications can be run concurrently to each other as opposed to one following the other, it's a big time saver because for our developers – Holding cost is a real issue. Yeah. Um, when you are not on your timelines with regards to bank loans, draws, investor money, you can really get yourself into big trouble very quickly. And that's why you need to know which municipalities you can apply for early work permits, which municipalities in terms of their square meter cost for applications is the cheapest, the most efficient. And we can, we've, we've seen a bit of a migration to some of our developers sorting out land and spaces to develop it, especially for low cost housing, student accommodation, those type of things in the municipalities that have got um, tax breaks for them, like the corridors of freedom, um, or um, additional advantages in terms of parking requirements and those type of things. And they really are following that trend, going where it is easiest for them, where they can guarantee their shareholders that this is what's going to be our timeline and we can project within sheer certainty that we are going to stay on time and on budget. Because at the end of the day, Mm. all of the time that has been lost in development, they try and make up when it comes to your site development approval process, when it comes to your building plan approval process. Because generally town planning and architectural services engineering it started two to three years before the project really hits the ground but you know so many of these developers were almost depending on the lowest paid one-man show to make up time for them when it came to processing the building plan and facilitating that and having a sound advisory service because town planners engineers and architects do not know how council works yeah yeah and specifically because of the challenge, it's not their core business, and each council works differently. Great. And that's, I think, what's made us so successful in the long run. And then, like you said, we've teamed that with technology, which has really um, put us in the front-running position for facilitation and advisory services born out of town planning all the way through to your occupancy certificates. Uh, I'll tell you, just sitting listening to you, it almost sounds like, uh, you know, if you can get a successful development off the ground, it's almost like winning the lottery. It, it just sounds uh, so onerous and difficult. And then um, I assume, you, you know, you can have a successful development in, in, let's say, for example, city of Joburg and then decide, okay, let, let me go and spread my wings and do, go to Cape Town and it's completely different and, and you can fail. So, so um, who, who is your typical customer um, then? So basically just about everybody. We concentrate more on business 
to business or large groups. So um, developers are a main source of clients. We will get involved as the advisory team. Is this from the, from the, uh, I don't want to say from the ground up, uh, but uh, from the uh, word go, obviously. Uh, So, so if I'm a developer and I see a piece of land and I think I want to develop, develop a complex there or whatever the story is from that, from day one, um, you know, I'll basically pull you guys in. Exactly. It's so important for you to know what you're buying and what town planning and zoning rights you are buying. So, um, Zoning and town planning rights go from residential one, which is your normal freestanding house, all the way up to industrial four. And all of them come with primary use rights and secondary use rights. And if you know what your primary and your secondary use rights are, you can then see whether that teams up with your um, desired outcome for the land. Often as well, developers will get in contact with us at last minute and say, I've just seen this piece of land up for sale. It's actually on auction and I need you to do due diligence on the um, property or on the urban for me. Okay. With our digital system, and how we've set everything up in terms of a repository, we can then provide them with the information that there's a servitude running through, or you can notarially tie them, or this is a perfect property for rezoning, or you're probably going to face a lot of objections from the neighboring city because um, you know we always look at what's previously been developed and what's been approved by council. So we can give you invaluable guidance as to whether the property will match what you want the the outcome to be at the end of the end of the day from that advisory we can then say to you your timelines should be equated to x y and z obviously we are hugely excited that we have had two mayoral appointees old um tina campbell and mpo palazzi is her name palazzi yes I think so. And um, they were the two first females. I mean, like I said, it's such a dominated, male-dominated industry. Where, and we'll speak about Growthtopia later and how that is so ready and rife to um, evolve the the um, contribution that women can make to the industry. And we're really looking forward to working with them and hopefully changing a few things up in council for the better of investment. So on that, on that note, uh, and, and you and I, uh, in, in our previous conversation, we touched on it. Um, do, do you think council understands the, the importance of what uh, development would bring in the, into those metros um, and, and uh, are sort of focusing on making it as frictionless as possible? Whew. <laughs> Now you're throwing a a snake amongst the pigeons, never mind a cat. So I think there are very many people in council that are working towards making it a better city and a better place, but we've had very many instances where it's a very tumultuous situation because everybody's jumping on the bandwagon of how much can I get away with. We deal with a lot of... um, Big companies, health providers, schools, where their occupancy certificate actually gives them the ability to occupy the building and carry on with teaching children, um, providing operations and so forth. And if they don't have those certificates, they cannot proceed. They will have to cancel the school year, cancel operations and so forth. And we have had situations where it's almost cancel just hangs back. And waits 
to maybe be offered a bribe before they really actually take action. And like I say, it's not everybody, but it is rife. And we are super excited about the fact that change hopefully will cut because i mean uh, all of those things uh, you know if you get uh, uh, good development that creates job opportunities it it uh, actually uh, draws certain uh, let's call it lsm type type people to come and live in your in your metro there's a lot of if you if you look at it uh, i almost want to say in a positive philosophical way there's a if if this is so key to to basically securing the future mm-hmm. of the metro and and uh, if you if you draw people towards you then um, it, it can actually make your life as a metro easier in future because you can have people that, that pay tax and rates and all of those kind of things that's going to make your your job easier Definitely, and we've 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 really tried to step in and be that sort of the ones that make it easier. Okay. On our platform now, um, <clears throat> if you visit our website, you can request a quote. It's a little digital form that will take you less than twenty seconds to complete. And what we basically do is we store that on our platform. Um, Sort of the disruptive innovation part took hold about three years ago, and all my research and experience just showed that people want to know what's going on. People want to track where their application is, and council, unfortunately, doesn't put a lot of information out there. Um, you know, you have to like sort of thumb suck what the council fee is. Um, they apply different calculations to different types of applications. So some of them are calculated per square meter. Some of them are calculated on a sliding scale. Some of them are calculated for different industries. And if you don't know how to work your council fees together with your town planning scheme and what your QS is putting together, your scheme can sometimes fall flat on its face. So it's very important to have a portal where you can draw all of this information from, your base map information. And like you say, if you know what's going on in your Metro and where the the um, parts are. I mentioned the corridors of freedom previously, where you as a developer can really gain something and give back to the city and its inhabitants and um, and grow your footprint and your contribution to the metro and where you live in your community as well. So, um, if we uh just a thumbs up question. I don't know if, if you'll know. If you had to take a guess, how many developments that start uh, fail because of not having all of this information at hand when they start out? It will be a very broad thumbs up. And we work with very professional architects and people like that because they know what the risks are going in. We've had a lot of smaller guys um, approach us and say, you know, I've seen this little piece of land in Midvale and I would like to develop it. And so many people don't know that a rezoning comes with contributions payable because you are putting different strains on the grid. So if you're redeveloping what was a a residential property, um, we've done lots of Sort of developments in that Elova space And all of those residential properties Are now being bought up And 17, 18, 20 story High rises are going up In the same space or in the same Footprint so the municipality Have to look at You know they have to upgrade the infrastructure Sometimes that falls onto the developer And guys trying to get into The space are not aware Of all of the um the hurdles and the red flags that they should consider. And 
sort of coming to us and having a chat with us will definitely give them a clear pathway in what to do and what not to do. And so, yes, I don't know how many do fail or not, but I, I can definitely tell you that our clients say one of our, their favorite things about our platform is that they can go onto site and when the building inspector unannounced shows up unannounced, they can go onto our app and pull up all of their permits. Their approved building plans, their section seven sixes for early building work, and so forth. Especially when it comes to working with a lot of people on site or even occupying a building. I don't know if you guys recall a few years ago the fire in the Bank of Lisbon building yes. in central Johannesburg, where very tragically those three firemen lost their lives. Yes, yeah. And heroically as well. And to me, that is a situation that should never ever happen. Ever. You know, an occupancy certificate um, shows that your building is safe to occupy. And the city, as custodians of health and safety, should be, you know, so pertinent. Every single building plan that gets approved goes to them and they should be inspecting those buildings. But they do have a lack of inspectors for the annual inspections. So what we do is we facilitate that as well. We have got two um, trademark products, which was born out of our our, um, online platform. The one is called Box Solutions and the other one is called Compliance Stack. Compliance Stack is probably one of the best products out there for people that have a property holding or for groups of people like the schools that I was explaining to you because it tracks your risk and analyzes your risk from are you within your um, town planning, zoning, title deed, do you have approved building plans and so forth. So many people come to us within this COVID restriction timeline and say, well, I want to apply for this or I want to apply for a reef like that, but I need a proof building plan and I can't get it from this, from the teaching professions or now I can't carry on with my school year or health and compliance officers go in and say it's overcrowded with COVID. You, and you know, everybody, like you say, is trying to reinvent themselves. There were lots of job losses and education is always key. Mm. So, um, we're we try and step in is just try and make it easier for everybody to understand what is expected from them and then go and say this is a nice little package where you can see what your compliance looks like you can then highlight the properties that you want to either get rid of dispose of because now with um, our current laws when you purchase a property your new purchaser should ask for approved council plans the bank will not Finance a property that does not have approved plans because they don't want to finance an illegal building, which obviously increases the risk for them. But like I say, occupancy is always top of the line for us with compliance stack. We will remind you of your annual inspections and we will give you a huge discount through our vendors through Growthtopia. As I said previously, we try and incubate professional females in Growthtopia who we give a platform to in this industry that get a stream of business as well as interact and show you their skills because, as we said, women are the most valuable resource and they could really change the world. Okay, so before uh, we're going to delve into Growthopia, I want to ask you, uh, I've seen that uh, this cloud platform Platform of yours, uh, you, you know, is close to my heart. Um, so, 
that scenario that you spoke about about uh, uh, inspector showing up at a building site. So, so pre your your cloud platform, I assume if the inspector shows up and you can't show the permits, uh, business stops. Stop orders issued immediately. You have 30 days to remedy the stop order. But again, you know, a little bit of a gangster <laughs> type of vibe every now and then. They can bring the police. They can threaten you. Um, it's just a situation that you don't really want to have because what that creates as well is you lose your investors, lose, lose faith in your ability to run a project yes, profitably and yeah. properly. So it's very important to make sure that you always do avoid a stop order but if you do get a stop order we have so many contacts and if if you've ever looked for a contact in at a municipality (laughs) virtually impossible so so tell us about the taking us three years to build up our our telephone book and it's constantly changing so tell us about the cloud platform what what does that bring to the party that uh, would make life better for a developer Okay, so why it is great is I saw that you really needed a platform where you could collate all your information, base map information, let your clients keep track of where their um, applications are in the system, and then for those that – because a compliance stack is a subscription as a service. So from as little as 139 Rand, you get us to analyze all of your data. We keep all of your data. You have access to it at any time. You can share it with as many um, team members as you like. And the white label platform that I bought, I built out specifically for Town Crowd and for our industry. And what's nice about it is that it has an app and that it's constantly evolving. Um, so we've got developers in the background that their job is just making it easier for our clients. If you're a big developer, the ad to your life is you would constantly put out tenders to different architects. So you would have a pot of maybe 10 architects on your 20 or 30 developers developments that architects are generally tasked with the council application because of all the nitty-gritty but if you as the developer wants to see how all of your applications are going we can cross-reference all of that information irrelevant of which architects is running the project and tell you how long the the project has been in the system how long it's been with council mm, um, how okay. much interaction has uh, been going how long is potentially still going to take and from there you could also potentially weed out the guys that you like working with or the guys that are that are more in tune to um Systems and technology to give you a little bit of that edge because this technology will increase your your profitability as well as your um, efficiencies. Oh, I love hearing that. Uh, um, earlier in the year, we had a guest on who, who spoke about how the whole world is digitizing, and you know, typically when I think about that, there's certain industries, like you say, it's uh, uh, you know, if you take. The planning and the development space it's it's been around for many 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 years and you think how is technology going to improve that and then when you hear things like this it's uh, yeah, it really puts a smile on my face and I have to just add to that Yaku from the amount of cost savings we make 
So the city now, if you can't provide um, proof that your development or your house or your complex or whatever was previously approved, so they can see what they are approving subsequently if you're making additions or alterations, um, they're not just approving that portion. They want to see how everything works coherently. So if you have, have bought a property on auction for instance and you didn't get all of the nice paperwork tied together in a bundle the city will force you to do all the traffic impact studies again mm. all the surveying again all um you know so the cost saving when you have that document and have access to those documents because a lot of that is in archives in pretoria a lot of us was destroyed by a fire um we have now also gotten to the point where we can get letters of exclusion for you in certain instances but you know these are all things that we Found out over the years, implemented in talks with council, and we have the know-how. Some of your guys mm, on uh, your previous um, fintech story were saying that you know we tried to speak to the um, guys that make all the rules and regulations and stuff, and you come to realize there is just a certain language that they speak. Exactly that. Exactly that. Okay, so now let's get to Growthtopia. Yes, a tongue twister, but uh, it sounds very <laughs> interesting. What is Growthtopia? So Growthtopia is super, super close to my heart and a area that I hope we are going to grow massively. So I talked about our two trademark products. What's, one is Compliance Stack and the other one is Box Solutions. Box Solutions is aimed to people renting an internal space. So whether you're renting an office in an office complex or in a shopping center, restaurant and so forth, um, your your lease agreement would normally have a clause in there that you need to take care of your council application as well as your occupancy. So that requires fire clearance and so forth. Why this product, project, uh, product is so amazing is it takes all the like sort of sweat and guesswork out of, of these applications for the guys that want to open offices and restaurants and so forth. And it's very contingent on the city to make sure when its internal space is altered that it ties in with the main building's HVAC so they can ensure that fire compliance is upheld. The health department will come and inspect your restaurant to see whether there's hand wash basins, lockers, prep space, the correct drainage, your gas is correct connected, all for public and health safety. So they play a really, really important job. And, um, you know, we have found in that space that entrepreneurs look at the big picture. I want to open a shop. It's going to be wonderful. And I get there and I have my concept drawing and I get granted the space in the shopping center. And now I've got this obligation. But I didn't know you needed a SACAP registered person to be able to provide a plan to the city. Growthtopia takes care of all of those add-on services. Okay. So what we've done is we've taken um, women with great promise. Some of them have masters and honors degrees in that professional space. So traffic engineers, structural engineers, the fire guys, town planners, um, and drafters. And box solutions is like a menu where your submission to council is your main item and your add-on is a SACAP registration sign-off or a um, engineering sign-off. If you've put in drywalling and things like that, sometimes council will request that. Mm. But instead of you then having the onus to, again, go and find these individual services and and Which is a nightmare. And I, I speak from experience. So, costly, yeah. costly, costly, costly. Yeah. 
I mean, if you can find an engineer to sign off a hundred square meter space, if there is drywalling and stuff for less than eight to ten thousand rand, you're doing well. We, what we've done is we've incubated these skills under Growthtopia. We, um, Open for uh, sponsorship for these professionals. We've vetted, we've sponsored two people. We've got space for five more. So if there are any of those corporates out there that still want to fulfill their corporate social responsibility requirements, please get in touch. Um, it's a BE Level 2 company. And what we do is we ask for a certain amount of money per month. I think it's less than 8,000 or 9,000 rand. And they have desk space, Wi-Fi, generator, office space, boardroom. And what we try and do is feed them a constant stream of business so they can build a brand and a business. And then we can teach and mentor them on how to build the and how to manage a business. Town Crowd will remain the back office engine where we vet and scrutinize and do all the nitty gritties that is so onerous in a business. You know, the contracts, the, yep. the employment acts, the accounting, all of those things. So they can concentrate on what's really important in, in those first three years of building a brand in a business. And after those three years, depending on how sort of things go, it's somebody else's turn. Okay. And you get shares in Growthtopia. And like we chatted previously, what comes in is what you make of it. So the guys working the hardest, when there are dividends at the end of the day, they get them. The guys that show greatest promise to a lot of the sponsorships, um, some of the big banks, the Liberty Lives, the old mutuals that have massive property holdings, you know, um, they will potentially sometimes pay off some of our students' loans um, if they've oh, qualified and things like that. So it's a wonderful, wonderful platform to really Build sustainable businesses and pull women into this industry um, that I hope is going to really change the landscape and bring real positive change to the built environment and income into the city. Because at the end of the day, we don't, none of us want to drive through potholes. Correct. Correct. <laughs> you know, <laughs> none of us want to spend three hours in traffic because traffic lights aren't working or you can't get into your building that you've now bought off plan because you thought you were doing yourself a favor by saving transfer costs but the guys can't get the water connected and they can't get the electricity connected because they don't have a section 82 yeah yeah so uh, and i assume without something like a growthopia if uh if if uh, one of those students just finished um to get into the game is is quite hard because everybody's looking for experience or this or that and you're just basically incubating those skills and 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 giving them an opportunity to understand how the business really works 110 percent and so many of them have come out of um varsity and finished their studies and sometimes got a bit of a a month or two contract here and there to um do a little bit of work and even if you don't have experience you have got a network if you were really smarted about it and you've really studied a long time and you have got a bit of an entrepreneurial brain we will show you how to leverage your network. And that is money for free in your pocket in okay. a business that is going to create longevity and a legacy for yourself and your future generation. Okay. So uh, that that is really, really fantastic. So we, I always end off the show by saying, okay, right, so, so let's make it real. How, how can people listening to the podcast 
uh, help. Um, I'm going to let you answer that, but I think uh, there's there's definitely, like you said, now there's a Growthopia play here where where large corporates can can help with sponsors, and then um, yeah, I don't know, maybe the on the second part. Side. Thank you so much for asking that, Jaku, because the second part is during COVID as well. We saw um, so many underprivileged or smaller schools that have popped up that couldn't access any of the COVID relief funds because of their non-compliant status. So if there are any corporates out there or anybody that feels serious about education like we do, they often need town planning work or um, certain submissions to be made to council. We try and, as our social responsibility, you know, give them things that cost or make it as cost-effective as possible. But if you, they maybe want to sponsor a school or a application for some of these schools, that would be just an absolute game changer. Okay, fantastic. So, um, how do people then get all of you? So, I'm going to give you some of our numbers, office numbers, um, as well as our website and my number. We will post them as well on all our platforms. We're on LinkedIn and Facebook. Yeah, we'll do the same, yes. Fantastic. And basically, we want to to leave this all off is like I truly believe that by leveraging our intellectual capacity backed by our technology and thereby incubating new skills and cultivating savvy women who will have a positive impact on their companies, communities and society and to help us do that you can get hold of us on www.towncrowd.co it is only.co for everybody that I'm going to confuse the heck out of. It's only.co. <laughs> yeah, um, all these Bitcoin guys always have these interesting, um, end to their email address. And the one, the person that set mine up thought that it would be fabulous to have only.co, but it's a bit of a curse. <laughs> and then, um, our office land, um, our office landline is 010. Six three four zero nine one six. We're under Town Crowd on LinkedIn, as well as Growthtopia on LinkedIn, as well as under Estelle Scott. But if you go to Town Crowd, you can see all of us, all of uh, the employees and people that make the business tick um, on the platform and. Our website, there's a one-minute intro video to just explain it a bit further as to what all we do, as well as if you would like to request a quote, it comes straight onto the platform and we'll touch base with you in no longer than three hours and tell you exactly what applications you need. And for those that are still unsure about what we do, town planning, um, plan facilitation in terms of SCPs, building plan, occupancy, Early work permits, advisory services, way leaves for all of those Vumatel cameras and people wanting to dig down into um, fiber lines and things like that. And the biggest one for us probably is the municipal stuff because everybody overlooks that. But every time you sell a building or your house, for instance, you have to close that account off to make sure mm. that your liability is not continuously growing. Um, we've just recently had one of our corporate clients that we – we got a refund for them into the millions because for years they were billed on the incorrect tariff because of the fact that their occupancy, which captures your zoning, didn't tie in with their tariff. Wow. So if you have a business for zoning, 
versus a res one zoning, your tariff is different on your electricity and water consumption. And then once a year, you also get your property valued. And if you don't object within time, you wait a whole year for that valuation to go around and you have to pay your rates and taxes on the current valuation. So it's really imperative to have somebody trigger the valuations are coming up. It looked irregular. We can see from your municipal bill, this is the average. Your tariff doesn't look in line with your zoning. And all of these things, because compliance, unfortunately, does cost money. It's like yes. different taxes. But if we can save you money in terms of getting refunds and making sure you're paying only what you're supposed to be paying, that is actually the real value add. Okay, fantastic. Estelle, thank you very much. Uh, it's such, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's lovely to see all the, all the passion and, and really the, the deep industry expertise. And, uh, yeah, I think there's definitely some, some corporate challenges out there that uh, people can come to the party. Thank you very much for your time. We are so elated to be on your platform, Yaku. Thank you so much and all the best for the end of year. And in closing, I've just thought it's almost the festive season and lots of people have downscaled offices and moved shop and shopping centers. And for all those, we've all suffered through COVID. We want to make the suffering end as soon as possible. Get in touch. We will give you a 30% discount if you use the promo code of unbundled. And um, if you have got an internal layout, we will definitely stand to that or Town planning work, 30% discount from now until the 15th of December. If you use that promo code, happy to help anybody. Well, there we go. That's fantastic. Thank you for listening to Unbundled Boost, brought to you by Catalytic, a series that aims to boost business in South Africa. Remember, you can listen to all of the episodes on the Cliff Central app or website. And for added convenience, you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you listen. And remember, if you want to know um, more about Catalytic, be sure to visit catalytic.co.za.